0: Hello and welcome. My name is Mark Blatstein, and I am the physician who created or founded Physician Pre-Sentence Report Service. This is the seventh out of an eight YouTube podcast series that concentrates on your, sta- your stakeholders, you've been indicted, and this is on reentry planning. These are shorts for TikTok, and there are longer series also available that I will do for YouTube. So let's get to it. I'm trying to keep these at three minutes, and I'm not really succeeding. Rancher planning, you must be your own best advocate because your vested interest is in yourself. And to create time in your community, you need to be productive. And this is going to start out small, because let me see if I can get the slides to start. Because... The best time to start this is before your pre-sentence interview. I realize it's kind of early, and I didn't even know about any of this as I was approaching my pre-sentence interview. uh, Most of this was just foreign to me, but I digress. If you're able to, some of this is you have at your fingertips already. It's preparing copies of your driver's license, social security card, and birth certificate. (laughs) The goal of your uh, re-entry planning, at least the buzzwords for probation officers, which you're going to be interviewed by at your pre-sentence interview, as well as case managers and your judge, is incremental improvements. And so it's going to be critical to to document your journey. And that'll be each of your visits. You'll learn as you get into the Federal Bureau Prisons will be your unit team, case managers, counselors. And so as you meet with them and as they give you instructions, you get their name, date, topic of the conversation. You need to log this and journal into some sort of softback journal that you get from Amazon, they'll have to have some sort of inspirational writing on each page. Otherwise, uh, the staff at the Bureau of Prisons won't let it through. As well as each of your first, (coughs) excuse me, each of your first step back programs that you take, you'll need to document and note what you've learned and how you can implement what you've learned into your daily life into your work family life something positive about each of the programs as well as your teachers and the same thing goes if you start at least taking the advice that we give have you you're having books and a non-fiction books something you can learn from either regarding an interest biographies history uh philosophy psychology but what you've learned, why you chose the author, you want to go ahead and note little book reports about what you're learning. And all this goes to incremental improvements. And you will, you will log this into your journal so that each time you meet with your case manager, it will begin to grow. And the case manager actually will get a little bit of, uh, they like to see improvement among those that are in their purview. If you don't do this without a plan, essentially why would the case managers want to give references to a residential re manager as they look to fill beds in their halfway house? There's a limited number of halfway house beds. So why should a halfway house manager care about filling a bed with someone who's not interested in trying to improve themselves. This is their logic. They are your stakeholders. So you need to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Also into your journaling, what is your support structure? You need, after your release, you need to log that also. If you have employment opportunities, this should also be logged into this running uh, journal, if you will. If you had and if you've always been self-employed, <clears throat> this you need to also, it would be wise to put this into your journal if you want to stay self-employed. Now, if your business was part of your criminal offense, they're not going to let that happen. But if it wasn't, then yes, you need to keep this separate from your criminal activity. They're going to let you do that. But you need to log that into your uh Into your journal, journaling as a and to be shown to your case manager, and that will be okay. And if you're retired, and when you retire, when you're released, you know you're not going to sit around watch TV. Maybe you want to volunteer. Maybe you have a spouse or relative that needs to be cared for. All of that shows that you'll be productive when you, you know, when you're released from the Federal Bureau Prisons. All of this needs to go into a release plan. I hope you found this helpful. And I thank you for taking time out of your day to continue to watch my videos. Any questions, please give me a call, email, and uh, have a good day.